Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So we'll do our analysis over the course of the next 15, 20 minutes. We'll put together our trade plan. We'll, we'll post it into your chat box uh, so you've got it, so you can uh, refer to it over the course of the trading day. And we basically look for high probability trades within our trade plan and, and uh, looking to see if we can obviously generate a bit of a return over the course of the trading day. So, so far, a bit of a slow start to the year and, and Happy New Year to all of you as well. Uh, welcome back. We're, we're, we're excited uh, about the year ahead. It's going to provide, it's going to be challenging, but it's going to provide some very, very um, interesting uh, opportunities, uh, we would assume, over the course of the training year. So, we uh, last night we had our um, annual trade plan session. So, that will be today now that will be put into... Uh, um, into your members area so you can access it there if you need. Uh, I think it's being sent out again. I'm not so sure, but um, I'm sure if you need access to it, just obviously contact us and let us know. Um, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with our risk warning. Just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. And I mean, you might be pleased to know really that not a huge amount has actually happened since we packed up in... Um, uh, in December before Christmas, of course. Uh, good morning, guys. Hope you had a good one. Happy New Year to you too. Um, let's get after the beauty about Christmas is you get to often have uh, a really nice break. So, um, and uh, you can you're somewhat fresh now uh, for the year ahead. So that's important. So all profitable traders they need to consider you know, a, a number of very important themes. And that's, of course, which markets to trade? Are you even looking at the right markets? Where do we then enter those markets? And um, where do we exit? How do we manage risk? How do we manage these trades? So trade management and risk management are two different things. We often see traders get confused and, and sort of combine them both together. Clearly separate things. Um, trade and psychology as well, all important features. We discuss these considerations in our live trade rooms, of course, as you know, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach uh, and, and all of our decision-making within these areas, accurate with the levels we use, uh, disciplined with our capital, and often be patient. So let's have a look at um, what's been happening over the course of the trading week. So this is Forex Factory. You know, really the focus of the week is, is pretty much on jobs so obviously bank holiday at the beginning of the week um uh wednesday really was the first sort of mildly interesting bit of news we had the jolts job opening numbers and again these are beginning to increase slightly so um we we've had some upside surprises uh in the last three the last three months of this figure so we're the Fed are kind of wanting a bit of a softer jobs market. Um, but, you know, there's more and more jobs being made available, which is putting, um, you know, it's, it's making the, the US consumer quite resilient because even if they are being let go, it looks like there's plenty of other jobs for them to get into. Um, and a lot of the job losses are, are, you know, largely in the tech sector. So they, they've already got a certain set of skills, which, um, can be probably quite adaptable. Um, but lots of jobs out there, um, which is 
creating a bit of a problem really because uh, as long as the consumer remains really quite resilient um, the Fed will have to probably continue to look to raise rates in order to get that inflation under control. So we had the FOMC uh, meeting minutes, it's that Fed higher for longer kind of attitude and approach which um, many in the markets were anticipating the Fed wouldn't be able to, to, uh, to stick to but they're, they're resilient again in, 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 in what the Fed are saying to these markets, it's just the markets have not more often than not been believing the Fed so, um, and we discussed last night in some detail that the, the Fed, the whole market over the course of the trading year, so we like to make forecasts about the next 12 months, and our whole forecast is, is based on the Fed and, and their decision with regards to interest rates and whether they will hold or whether they'll start to uh, pivot their approach and um, if the economic conditions worsen. Will they start supporting markets again? That, that's, um, that's the big question. So that takes us on to today. So ADP numbers yesterday, it's all about non-farm payroll coming in way above expectations. So um, again, <coughs> the job numbers are, are not, um, the Fed are trying to navigate this kind of soft landing. So just soft economic, um, uh, Uh, issues and concerns you don't want kind of a, a hard you don't want to go from an unemployment rate of 3.7 to, to 6.7 for example you don't want a hard landing you want a nice soft you know perhaps uh, 3.7 3.8 3.9 4 so just shows that there's there's pressure coming off the system a little bit uh with a view to try and get this uh, inflation number down but that's their concern really as things currently stand until the Fed decide to pivot their approach. Okay, so this is what we've got this afternoon. Um, we're in the wrong little time zone here for some reason. So let me let me change that back. Okay, so there we go. That's better timing. So really, uh, one thirty today. We've got these unemployment numbers. Um, it's every expectations for these numbers to come in hotter than expected. Um, so looking for that headline rate of about two hundred. It's been really hard to interpret uh, non-farm payroll numbers. Well, probably since COVID. Some high numbers. The markets have not reacted like you would expect them to, and um, you know. Same to the downside when we get some unexpected low numbers, the markets don't seem to react. So the, the unemployment situation is a bit um, convoluted at the minute. So we'll see how the market reacts to this event. Um, nothing of any major concern outside of that. Um, we've got you, Eurozone, a flash CPI numbers, core CPI. So it looks like there's, a, there's perhaps a positive um, devaluation in inflation and largely brought around by the uh, the reducing uh, oil prices and energy prices uh, with a slightly hotter Europe than perhaps expected at this time of year. Um, it's not putting so much demand on on the energy markets, which uh, which is it's having a bit of a softening effect regarding price. So the fact that 
over the course of 2022, oil prices have sort of peaked at 125, $125. Um, uh, and it's now down at 75, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a decent sort of 40% uh, roll over to the downside. And that is, is seems to be for now supporting uh, these, um, these CP, lower CPI numbers. The problems of course come is that if the oil prices start pushing back up to 100 and 110, um, then that means all of this good work, you know, could be reversed and we'll start dealing with this inflation story again. So that's that's kind of where we're at. We're, we're, we're at this interesting place for these markets and um, I'm sure it will present us with some decent opportunities, you know, regardless really. So let's bring over the charts. Hello guys, good after, uh, good morning, should I say. Uh, good to have you with us, good to be back, of course. And, and happy new year to you all. So this is where we're at. Um, resilient markets going into 2022. Obviously COVID happened, we saw a massive corrective move. Uh, prices went from, in fact, let's take these, these levels. Um, it's sometimes nice to start with, with fresh charts and that's what we've, what we've got, which is good. Um, so if you look at the S and P 500 and COVID started to kick in, prices dropped from 3,400 to let's say 2,200. So that's a sizable 50% you know, roll over to the downside, very significant drop. And then we start to see prices um, over the over the next year and a half, pretty much move from 2200 up to 4800. Is it? Yeah, 4800. So, you know, we more than doubled. So we took a 50% drop, and then prices from the lows, you know, more than uh, sort of what's that 120 percent move uh since um since 2020 lows so that that caused a lot of these valuations corporate valuations um it was quite difficult to because we know that this was driven by central bank policy uh, and they were actively inflating prices so you saw lots of overvalued um, companies at that stage and they're they've all paid the price now so all of those high growth tech stocks you know which were not generating any profit whatsoever but they were skyrocketing uh in terms of valuation people couldn't get a handle on it very unstable type conditions really and now we're just dealing with the kind of the, the consequences of that so we're down at these relatively lower levels I wouldn't say we're, we're at, you know, we're not at lows. So that that's good news, but this has been the price action in the last three weeks. Um, yeah, three and a half weeks now. Um, so really we're looking for either this market to, to push back up to these highs in here, or we're looking for the breakout to the downside. Now the breakout to the downside would be the trade that we're a little bit more 
enthusiastic about is, is that move there. But we need to break out of this sideways range. So I said at the beginning, there's, there's been not much, not much action really in these markets. And they're all threatening to push lower. It's just, we'd want to be careful because we've got these multiple lower lows and prices have never sort of got back up to these levels. So we're probably a little bit away from getting into those trades. So US indices, potential downside moves. Um, we've got a, a lot of this uh, resilience just at these slightly higher levels. So it's going to be interesting to see whether the FTSE can actually um, get above these, these these higher levels at this stage. So maybe a, a buy trade above that might be a better opportunity. Uh, the DAX. So just a lot of resistance up at these levels. Again, doesn't really know what it wants to do. And so a lot of these markets are behaving very much in line with... Um, With previous lows so you can see that the, the number of times this market has been held up at this 25,583 um, so we wouldn't really be looking for a bounce necessarily but you can see technically that that would be the trade for this for this market um, So would we get at least a short-term bounce really at this stage? That would just be more of a technical trade. Okay, just touching on Bitcoin. Um, we're down at these lower levels. You can see what, what, what's happened in these markets pretty consistently. You can see that sort of $13,000 level that this market has probably got a little bit further to drop. This is a zone where I'm sure there would be some genuine interest coming back into this trade. Um, while we're trading around 15, 16,000, we're just in this little sideways pattern and um, yeah, there's nothing really to trade there, is there? Okay. So, we will certainly have a, a look at US um, indices to the downside. It's more of a broad view. We've just got to be be careful. We are perhaps something like the NASDAQ might be a little bit of a, a better trading opportunity. You can see the support, so you don't really want to be jumping into this trade uh, above above this little low in here, ten thousand six hundred sixty-eight. So we're not too far away, but we just have to be careful. But the bias for us, really, at this stage, would be to the downside, the U.S. indices. So. US indices to the downside. Um, so we're talking about, you know, the potential for, you know, further softening in markets like, um, like the oil markets. You know, we had a good two day move off the back of, uh, you know, temperatures uh, across Europe, uh, much higher than, than expected. 
uh, obviously it's a direct result of, of global warming. So something that we shouldn't really probably celebrate, but you know, it does make the, the crisis in Europe, the energy crisis in Europe much, uh, much easier at this stage. So we're in this little downward trend. Our bias would be to the downside. Um, it's being able to to accurately get into this trade, which is um, which would be more of an issue. Okay. So a bias to the upside in, in gold, we've just got broadly a, a, an upward bias in this market. Uh, above 1800, we have pushed as high as 1860, I think it was. Yeah, 1865, so um, pushed up, but then yesterday we rolled back over and now we're, we're threatening to push higher again. The quality of the setup is, is perhaps not, not great. This level is pretty much kind of supported. If prices came a little bit lower, there might be a better opportunity for an upside trade. So we'll just reserve judgment. This is a Friday of, of kind of the first week back and, um, Clearly, these markets are just sort of in a bit of a wait and see kind of phase. We've got a situation in the US where the Republicans can't even choose their um, House Speaker. I think we're on to the 12th vote now um, to get McCarthy elected. So uh, it just seems to suggest that, you know, that. The um, it seems to suggest, obviously, the the home of a kind of global uh, democracy um, requires, you know, votes to go through twelve times before they get the, the desired outcome. So they just keep trying and trying and trying and trying again until they get their desired. A response which seems to be sort of anti-democracy really at this stage but um that's the that's the world we live in it seems so um so we're only interested in trying to navigate these things so we would broadly be looking for a little bit of yen strength we don't seem to have it uh certainly not today wouldn't be a, a viable trade it's just because you know, we're seeing the, the yen weaken across the board. So that just leaves us with the US dollar. So just to show you where we're at, you know, we're in this little downward trend. We've had a nice bounce the last two or three months off the lows for the euro dollar, but um, we can probably anticipate some further downside. So that's on the monthly on the monthly. So this is where we're at on the daily. So downward trend strong breakout last month to the upside over the last couple of months actually and this market has we've seen a double top up at these higher levels 
and we're beginning to see that little rollover to the downside now. So that's when we, we create this little low in here. We attempt to make a new high, break above 107, and then we get that rollover to the downside. So this is a potential interesting trade, plus we break out this little range. Um, so a sell trade in the euro dollar could be interesting. Dollar seems to be broadly strong across the board. You'll see this potential for the dollar to continue to strengthen. And I think that's going to be, that's going to take our focus really as well. So, so let's put together our trade plan. Sorry, we're just sort of easing back into the trading year really. Um, okay, so we're going to have a nice, easy, straightforward. So, so before we packed up uh, for Christmas, we were looking at these markets and we were wondering if we'd see a little bit of a, a late end of year bounce. Uh, and we clearly didn't see it. So those trades didn't work out, but we did get gold, you know, kicking above that 1820. And we did see some Nikkei weakness down to those lows. And we did see uh, at some point over the Christmas period, the yen strengthen, which is now in the process of pulling back. So it's that next leg for that yen strength trade, which we can look out for. So um, I suppose not really a huge amount to work with over the course of the last three weeks. So it's not like we've missed you know, lots of big moves. Um, so now we're looking at risk off market conditions. So we're going to be a little bit general today. We're going to see these markets react to UK, sorry, US job numbers. So we can broadly look at US indices weakness and we're going to look at uh, USD. And see USD strength. Okay, and we'll reserve judgment on other markets, uh, perhaps till next year. Okay, so look, it's a, it's a trade plan that's fairly uh, sort of bland really at this stage. But that's what we can look out for. So let me post that into your chat box. So there's our trade plan session. So. Um, any question, guys, let us know. We're just going to switch rooms now to our live trade room. Uh, feel free to post any any, any any questions, perhaps, on anything discussed. We're just sort of teasing out these markets at the moment, trying to get a bit of a... trying to get a grip on things, um, just being, the, you know, the first few days back. There's nothing that's really screaming and jumping out and saying this is this is this is the trade. Uh, we know that the dollar pairs, U.S. indices and, and U.S. dollar pairs, we know they're going to be reacting in a few hours' time to jobs numbers. So um, and they're likely to come in slightly higher than expected. So that means the Fed probably going to stick to their higher rates for for longer uh, approach. And certainly that will be speculated. And that's probably only further downside for U.S. indices, and perhaps a bit of upside for 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 the dollar. So there might be a couple of decent opportunities to get involved with. So on that note, guys, thank you so much as always for joining us. Um, 
we do, just to let you know we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m for the european session uh, and we're back again at 12 45 p.m for the u.s trading session so if you if you are looking to trade uh, do feel free to join us um at those times and uh, we'll actively trade those markets and go through the whole process involved in trading these markets for more information just go to the live trade and um and you can speak to us as well through our website if you need great stuff guys on that note take care um thanks for joining us as always and uh, we'll see you shortly bye for now